This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Hey, creepy people. Welcome back to the altar tapes. I am Zero Gravity, and with me is the receipt keeper herself, Sheree. And today we're here to tell you about a little cute and freaky little banger of a horror short that we found on the altar tapes called First Blood by Olivia Locasano. And we're getting a little, uh, a little, uh, girl dinner, a little period. girl dinner in this one, period. <laughs> Period. All right. <laughs> this is terrible. Listen, I'm I'm sorry to your earbuds. This is the volume warning. Just like two, one or two notches. Just bring it down just for your own safety. Let's get into the little synopsis of this one before we start talking about it. So for First Blood, we have in this feminist take on the modern vampire, teenage Mia goes through bodily transformation as she reaches puberty. Along with bodily changes, she begins to develop a bizarre lust for blood, deeming all sexual and romantic encounters impossible. As she grapples with how to appease this urge, she looks to her body for a solution, and she learns that she doesn't have to hurt or bite anyone so long as she ingests her own menstrual blood. Crazy. Reuse, I love it. Reduce, recycle. Bitch. <laughs> reduce reuse recycle if that's not the truest thing damn you better go run to the comment section of this altar video please put that please put that in the comment section that is hilarious the filmmaker's gonna be like get out Uh, (laughs) get out of the downvote 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 (laughs) okay so you sent a bunch of these to me and i picked this one out but what made you pick this one out I think that we just never will never, never, never have enough films feasting on film. And we also don't get enough period horror. This made me think of Tiger Stripes, which I saw at a festival last year. And that's in Malaysia. But like this actor and that actor have like a similar build, a similar features. And they're like really good about pulling people in with their faces as young kids mm-hmm. don't often get to do. But both these bitches mm-hmm. are like, I'm getting an Oscar someday. Look at these eyes. I'm like, oh, damn, you right. Word. And so I was like, let's talk about this immediately. (laughs) Immediately. I have to check out that one that you were reminded of. But I was thinking I got, well, first of all, obviously I got heavy ginger snaps vibes. Of course, the adolescence, the the puberty of it Mm -hmm. all, the nastiness, the sex. And then I also thought raw. Yes. Because it feels really like coming of age and learning about your body and what works and what what doesn't work and you know like and it's also like coated with like that bisexual lighting which i love which i fucking love whoever did that lighting first should somehow have a trademark because i've seen it everywhere in these last couple years everywhere Mm -hmm. and it's always gorgeous and it always tells us who we getting in here with and i'm like yeah (laughs) it gives like like kind of a whimsical melancholic kind of uh, filter over everything, which I think really works for this because, you know, like I remember first getting my period when I was 
when I was a lot younger and it was like, I don't know how to feel right now. It's just like, you know, my mom says it's a good thing. I don't feel like it's a good thing. I'm a little scared, you know, what comes next after that. And that, you know, in a, in a whole could be really fucking scary. Right. Especially because like, as the kids are getting on the internet, younger and younger, you're getting all these stigmas around periods because you have politicians who mm-hmm. don't understand how bodies work. And so they're just like, just mm-hmm. shut it down. Um, just stop it and i'm just True. like if you've ever opened a library book <laughs> you wouldn't be saying this but if, you can't if you would just if you would just open a book it could all be so simple we but no. <laughs> now you know remember bill and i used to have that section and be like did you know that Listen. periods are actually really fucking normal and there's nothing to be ashamed about now oh. you know thanks for the uplift so many people get them and still it's like got to put a tax on it. Like, why are we paying taxes on tampons? Like, I would love to know. I would what are you doing on my period quarters? Like, what are you doing on my period, period quarters? quarters? Show me your work. Show me your <laughs> my work. My menstrual change. <laughs> right? Okay. Let me pick this out. Every time I watch an altar short after I watch, I always like to go down into the comment section just to see what the altar community is saying. And... We have a comment from the director down here, which I thought was really sweet. And she says, First Blood is my first film, and I'm grateful to be sharing it with you all. I wanted to explore the concept of a vampire whose body makes enough blood during her periods to satisfy her hunger and lust for blood. I also wanted to challenge our perceptions of menstrual blood on the screen and in media. Why is this more disturbing than watching somebody eat brains or a bloody slasher scenes? And I'm like, that is a good question right there. Why does menstrual blood fuck us up so much? But, you know, the weirdos in our community have no problem watching a a leg get ripped off or somebody take a bite out of a brain. Why is it this? Because the world hates AFABs. The world Mm -hmm. literally hates AFABs. Everything about us. And so they're just like, ooh, that's what they do? Then it's gross. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no care given to it, which is why, like, our birth patrol fucks us up emotionally, and they're just like, mm, suck it up. When, like, they had one pill in trial for men, one pill, and they were like, it makes us sad. No, put it away. We can't handle it. <laughs> I, I can't handle this. I don't ever want to cry. I won't go to therapy. What? <laughs> <laughs> And so I love that she clocked that. I also love that she clocked that it's about a vampire who makes enough to feed themselves. Because another thing about like the AFABs is that people are just like, well, you need to breastfeed. Um, you need to feed that mm. baby. You need to feed children. That's what you have boobs for, which is not. My boobs are not for children. <laughs> for so many reasons. And so I love that she's sustaining herself. I think that's also very fucking powerful. And I, I want to unpack that some more because she said it. And I wasn't thinking about that. Because I was all like, just a badass bitch. Can she get a sequel? That's where I was. Listen, I, okay, this short lands at just over seven minutes. And I think I could have used a little bit more to match with the, that bisexual lighting that gives that kind of like melancholy feeling we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. All the shots are very long and drawn out. And usually I don't love my horror films that way because I do I, I do be getting a little shifty in my seat, but I really think it works to draw out that suspense. And at the end of it, I actually would have liked to see more. So what we have in this film is our main character is a young girl. Her name is Mia. She wakes up, she has her period for the first time. 
there's like a, a you know a cute boy down the street who she's kind of feeling you know are they gonna hold hands are they gonna kiss I don't know and she can't do it and so you know what she has to turn to herself and say how can I fix this for myself and I just wonder like if I could get an extra five minutes or something I would like to know how the cute boy down the street would handle this information if he were to find out that she is a self-sustaining vampire. You know, I'm curious, especially, you know, going back to our director's comment, why does this make us uncomfortable seeing it on screen? It also makes us uncomfortable in real life. So I would like to know what this character what 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 the guy thinks cuz he's he's clearly into her he worries he's asking if she's okay and i want to know i'm curious same because we we've all seen both versions of let the right one in and so like maybe he could get on board or maybe he wouldn't and she'd find a friend who has something similar going on and that bisexual lighting will be earned i'm just mm. saying <laughs> there are ways there are ways and i didn't think about it until i read the director's comment but the fact that we don't ever know, or actually, I'm just going to go ahead and assume that the the romantic interest, the cutie down the street just never finds out because she's self-sustaining. How, how much does that fucking speak? You know, women running to the bathroom when you're in middle school because, you know, you just fucking bled through your pants and it's the worst thing in the world. And, you know, if anybody finds out that I'm bleeding, my, you know, my life will be over. And I think that kind of says a lot that we don't get to see what happens because she's containing it herself. Right, right. I also want to go back to what you were saying because how often are we supposed to like hide our shit to go to the bathroom? Like if people don't know we bleed, then that's science failing them. Their school system failed them. <laughs> um, that's not mm. my problem. Me and my tampon are busy. If you don't like to look at it, look away. I have to go see some real shit in the bathroom. So I'm not mm -hmm. concerned about you. <laughs> I don't know why that sense of fear and shame keeps being hated down. I feel like so many of us know better and yet we're still like, make sure nobody knows. Make sure you have a secret pouch. Make sure you have pockets on those periods. Right. Put it under your sleeve. And I'm, why? Why? Mm -hmm. It feels like I'm a fucking vampire. <laughs> and if somebody finds out that I'm drinking blood on the low, like I could be crucified in the street. And I, I have very strong memories of being like in middle school, I get my period. I'm not, experience with tampons yet so i'm using pads and i'm like oh shit you know i gotta call my homegirl over can you see it through my pants because what what happens what would possibly happen it's almost as if i'm a fucking monster mm -hmm. and i can't let anybody find out similar to our main character mia here who you know she's like fuck it i gotta deal with it myself I love that. I love that. And I also love that because there's no, there's not a lot of dialogue in this movie. So we don't get like her talking to her parents. We don't get talking to an auntie or a sister or anything. She's just like, this is what's happening. It's natural, but also something's off. What if this is what I need? Let me just like follow my urges and my cravings and see what happens. Which is another thing that we're denied because we're just like, mm -mm, you can't believe in yourself because we're always gaslighting you. And so you never know if you're really going the mm -hmm. truth or not. And mm -hmm. so I just love that we live in a fictional world in this movie where this girl's like, I haven't been told to be afraid of myself or what I think I need. So I'm going to just follow that empath and see that path and see. I said empath. Wow. A bitch is even sober. Why am I, why can't I work? <laughs> well, 
Listen, man, because this this topic gets me going. It really does. Listen. You know, I I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Out of let's see, what's what's the unit I'm gonna use? Am I gonna use tampons? Oh. Out of five tampons, give me your score out of five tampons. I'm gonna give her three point five tampons, and that's just because I wanted more, which is Yep. It's nice to say I want more because a lot of the shorts have been like hitting like 30 lately. I'm like, you could have done less. This one's like, here's seven and point change. Are you going to want more? I'm like, thank you. I do want more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with a very strong three and a half with what I saw. I don't, I don't have any notes. I thought homegirl's performance was great. Mm-hmm. It's relatable. Mm-hmm. The cinematography, the playing with mirrors and angles that, oh, actually, let, let me talk about this for a second. Camera angles are really creepy. And camera angles are really creepy because it kind of feels like somebody's watching Mia. Like she, again, like she's not supposed to be doing this. Like it's a secret. And that kind of speaks to me as well. Going back on the whole, like, you know, don't let anybody find out that you're a monster or that you have a vagina and that you bleed and that this happens to you. It's me in the corner of the bathroom kind of spying on her. Mm -hmm. You know, what ungodly things is this girl doing right. when the door is closed and that that is a sense that you never shake like the second you start getting through puberty it's just like all eyes are on you mm-hmm. whether it's the way like weirdos look at you on the street or whether it's the way people are like we guys are getting that bitch a bra she's too bouncy you just feel like people are always fucking staring at you and so it does feel like you're intrusive but you're also in there with her Mm-hmm. I love that. And I'm flexing with this filmmaker who this is their first short. Are you fucking serious? I'm jealous. I've not made a short. When I do, it won't be this good. Yeah, she knocked that out of the park. Yeah, I'm going to sit on three and a half tampons for the same reason as you. Everything that I saw, I'm very pleased with. And it also, like, as a person who bleeds once a month, it kind of hits a, a spot for me. I love what the director had to say in the comment section and made me think about it even more. The only reason why I'm not giving it like a perfect five is because I want to know more. And I think that this performance by me is awesome. Yes. And uh, I would like to know the full story. Please, thank you. This is definitely one I hope gets a feature. I don't know if it was meant to be a proof of concept or not, but I hope it gets a feature. And I hope to someday see it double bill with like Tiger Stripes, which again is from Malaysia, so different. But heavy heavy themes again both of these children are just fucking striking actors Mm -hmm. which again we don't normally get children actors who are like i'm delivering we get i'm cute and i got lines and it's like okay whatever Mm -hmm. i'm living for this and i hope we get more period horror point blank period period (laughs) period all right well i think that's all we have to say about first blood yeah Sheree, uh, if the people like to hear more of your thoughts and commentary on things, where can they get that? They can find me at Miss Sheree on Twitter and on Instagram. There's also this podcast I feel like I should listen to called Blurdy Massacre. Do you want to? Oh, I, I think I've heard of that podcast yeah. before. <laughs> One of my favorites. Do you want to feel the middle of it? <laughs> yeah, this, this, this is podcast, you know, it's called Blurdy Massacre. It's all things brown and nerdy and, and crazy, kind of like a this little sample, 15 minutes that you heard today. So just so happens to be hosted by uh, Sheree the Slayer and myself, Zero Gravity. So if you're interested in hearing more of our cackling, 
please head over to Blurdy Massacre. You could also find me, myself, at IDK Gravity on all the things, Miss Sheree on all the things, that's with three S's. And yeah, that's all I got. Be kind to women. I would like to leave off this podcast with, um, if you were a non-vagina owner, carry around a tampon because you never know. Carry a, a pad in your backpack just because you never know. You could be a good ally and not have to feel like the creepy cameraman spying on women, calling them monsters, making them feel all types of things. Be a good ally. Pay it forward. <laughs> Pay it forward. <laughs> Period. Period. <laughs> Scream Pod Squad.